The show you love with even more local news and more local talk. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's your host, Mike Douglas. And a wonderful Friday afternoon to you here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. And if it's Friday, that means it's what's on your mind Friday. Monday through Thursday, we like to keep the phone calls in the lane of the topics that we're talking about on Fridays. We open those topics up. If there's something that we haven't talked about during the week that you would like to talk about, Friday's the day. Or if you'd like to weigh in on a subject that we've talked about but you did not have a chance to call, again, that's why we're here on What's on Your Mind Friday. Our telephone number, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And, of course, uh, what's on the mind of a lot of people in the uh, southeastern part of the United States of America is Hurricane Ian. Uh, As you probably know by now, it's hit South Carolina as a Category 1 storm. Uh, They're looking at surges of 4 to 7 feet. Remember, a storm surge is the height of water above where it normally is. So if you're thinking of a beach and looking out at that beach where the tide normally is at any particular time of the day, a storm surge means the extra wall of water above that level. And you get into four to seven feet, that can do tremendous damage, especially uh, with the winds that are propelling it into the coast. Uh, South Carolina is going to bear a lot of the brunt of uh, resurgent Ian, which is gathering speed again. They're saying, uh, oh, almost 300,000 customers are without power in the Carolinas and probably going to sweep across South Carolina, Central North Carolina tonight and and tomorrow morning as well. Stockton, what is happening up there? Our Stockton listeners. Four fatal shootings have been reported in Stockton in September. Six reported since August 28. That's according to the Stockton record. And police called, no, sort of between uh, 1 a.m. and 4.30 a.m. in in three of the four September homicides. Uh, Those victims there killed while outdoors and alone late at night. According to the Stockton police, there was a homicide on September 20 on Sikh Temple Street. Victim found fatally shot in a vehicle about 1 a.m. On September 21st, A man was found laying on a sidewalk with fatal gunshot wounds near Manchester Avenue and Rosemary Lane. And then lately on Tuesday, September 27, a man found laying on a sidewalk on Porter Avenue, and he was suffering fatal gunshot wounds about 2 in the morning. And uh, so we'll be hearing in a bit from the uh, Stockton police chief uh, a lot of concern about what's happening up there. Wondering about those of you in Stockton, uh, are you being a little more aware of your surroundings, especially at night? Uh, One of the things that may be on your mind on What's on Your Mind Friday, our number here, 209-551-551. 3483. Let's go to the phones now and James from Manteca. James, what's on your mind today? 
this, Mike. I love all your police shows. You can talk about that all the time. <laughs> um, they're always great. Um, question, you're, you're in the religion world, and I'm, uh, I don't know that much about it. Nancy Pelosi's a, a Catholic, I believe. Now, her, her nephew, Gavin Newsom, uh, the boss of California, supposedly, in his mind, he's saying, well, if you want an abortion, come to California. So I ask you, isn't that a, a no-no in the uh, Catholic world, in her mind? Yeah, she's, it- she's allowing her nephew to have an abortion in the state that she grew up in before he was even born, I, I think. Uh, yeah, so, and there- uh, Maybe there'll be some good argument going on between the two <laughs> uh there, there is a, a loose connection uh between them uh as 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 relations and and james i don't want to speak out of turn here i am not a roman catholic priest however i do understand uh, a lot of their doctrine and and beliefs and it really depends on who you talk to uh, there are more liberal sides of Roman Catholicism, and there are more conservative sides of Roman Catholicism. And I, I oh. think you would, uh, e- even the Pope has made some statements that would lean more to a, a liberal side here. Let me just speak to this in terms of just my opinion from what I understand of God's economy the commandment says sure, you shall not do. kill. It says you shall not kill. And, and the, the context of that is murder. And so to me, taking the life of a defenseless, unborn baby, unborn child, yeah. is, is killing, is, is taking the life of, not, not only taking the life of the fetus or the unborn baby or even if it's uh, right after birth, which is what a lot of people are pushing for today, uh, to me, uh, that's a homicide, and it's in violation yes, of, of God's commandment to, uh, to not kill. Uh, so, J- James, I, I suspect, and I don't know if Gavin Newsom and, and Nancy Pelosi's uh, extended family, I don't know that they ever wind up at the same Thanksgiving dinner, but... <laughs> I bet it would be a lively place <laughs> to be, wouldn't it? Uh, if if uh, all yes, of them sir. all of them got together. So, James, that's that's my response uh, to it. Again, I don't want right. to speak for the much. Roman Catholic Church. Yeah, James, thanks so much for calling in. I uh, uh, appreciate yes, that. And uh, again, I think uh, if you, it's it's like saying all. Uh, carpenters are the same. All carpenters frame the same. All carpenters, uh, all musicians are the same. All radio hosts are the same. You you take a category of people, and they're not all the same. And the same, not not to go too far in, into sameness, but the same thing goes for theology. If you, for example... If you line 10 of us non-denominational or even denominational pastors up, if you line 10 of us up and you say, explain to us whether or not we're in the end times, I'm going to guess you're going to get at least three to four, possibly five variations of that. 
Yeah, what talk about the rapture. You're going to get a couple of variations on that. So I think it really applies uh, when, when we talk about a denomination, when we talk about a religion. Uh, very hard to say all of them believe this. There are some core things that we share, uh, that's for sure. And that that's why I at, at the prayer summits we've been at, and we've... Uh, uh, many of us pastors have been praying together on Wednesdays at noon for over 30 years now. And what we find is we're willing to focus on tenets that we share, principles that we share, and we focus on those we let the the stuff on the outer circles, uh, we, we let those lay where they are, and we focus on what we share and we pray together. And that's been a wonderful thing. So uh, Lutherans and Baptists and non-denominational and mainline can, can all pray together by focusing on what we share. And there will be differences of opinion on, on some doctrinal uh, issues for sure. So, uh, James, I, that was a long answer to your very short question. I hope that satisfied it. It is What's on Your Mind Friday, our number 209-551-3483. We'll hear what uh, the Stockton police chief has to say about these Stockton killings of late. A serious issue. We'll hear from him in three minutes as the Mike Douglas Show continues on What's on Your Mind Friday, telephone number 209 209- Five five one three four eight three. Back in three minutes here on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV. Here's more with the voice of the valley, Mike Douglas on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV and streamed on the iHeart Radio app. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on What's on Your Mind Friday. And uh, also, please keep in mind, it is T-minus 39 days until November 8, until uh, an election that I feel is highly important and one that may help us prevent, well, help prevent us from driving off a cliff, if I can use that metaphor. T-minus 39 days and counting. It's Friday. That means it's What's on Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483. Let's find out what's on the mind of Alberto from Turlock. Uh, Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Mike. Uh, I just wanted to clarify on the Catholic Church as a Catholic, you know, being a Catholic, uh, Roman Catholic, um, where the Pope stands where uh, in abortion, he, he stands where it's murder. And actually, he was criticized not too long ago for saying, stop adopting animals, uh, start adapting babies, and have a lot of babies. He also said he cannot bless gay marriages. So he's very pro-marriage and very pro-life. Now, he's not perfect, but he's, he's uh, infallible when it comes to doctrine. He can't change doctrine. And uh, as a Catholic, too, you know, to, to vote to me, to vote pro-choice, you're actually you're actually part of that problem so it would be a sin and as a catholic we're pretty i mean it's it's not easy to be a catholic even birth control condoms pulling out and uh, when you come when when you're having sex or or you know um just birth control alone is a mortal sin it doesn't matter if you're liberal or conservative same thing with abortion doesn't matter if you're liberal or conservative it's a mortal sin to kill 
And I just wanted to say that. Yeah, <laughs> thank, clarify that for us. Thanks for that with. clarification, Alberto. So uh, let, let's think about uh, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, and, and such uh, claiming uh, to be of the Roman Catholic <laughs> faith. How, how do you think that they rationalize some of their positions uh, claiming uh, their faith? Well, uh, well, Nancy Pelosi has been publicly discommunicated. Uh, she's not able to take the communion, and she still does. And that's where I think the Pope was was able to see that, and they probably made a mistake there, allowing her to, not shaming her. Mm. But um, she is not allowed to take the communion. Uh, and, well, it's sad that only 30% of Catholics believe that the, the Eucharist is flesh and blood, and, and it's actually scientifically been proven. Proven, but um, and and so I, I guess they don't believe in the communion. They don't believe in, in the Eucharist, and uh, that's something big for for us Catholics. Is probably our our, our biggest thing that we have is is the Eucharist, and uh, I don't see how they can take the communion. they right there. That's a double more. You know, right there's a moral sin for them to take the communion uh, when they're not supposed to. All right, Albert, thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate your perspective. Thank you very much. It is What's on Your Mind Friday. Alberto providing some good clarifications there as a, as a Roman Catholic, man of faith here in our in our area. Let's go uh, back to the phones very quickly on What's on Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483. Debbie from Stanislaus, what's on your mind on What's on Your Mind Friday? Well, I for help. And, and this nice young man has always been so nice to me, and he's so good to all of you. I asked him how I can word what I want to say because I don't know the exact words, but I know what has to be done. We're overdue by two years going on three years. We've got to stand up together as United States citizens in the beautiful country of the United States. We've, it's the only way we're going to hold on to it. We've got to have the integrity and the love and the devotion to our creator. We have to take the Democrat establishment, every one of them. And there's one woman in particular I want to see her hang. I'm sorry for saying that, but she's got to have the ultimate. She took this country away and she did damage. On top of what Mr. Biden, our president of the United States, we're not even the United States. He did it. He sat there on Inauguration Day, and he took and opened every single border in this country. Now I'm asking my fellow Americans, please, I'm begging you, please let us stand together for the love of our nation and all the young men and women that have stood up in the middle-aged men and women that have fought for our civil rights and our liberties. I have books in my house that show their ages, their faces, what part of the armed services they were in. And I want to do something to hold up our integrity and love and devotion to now, those men and women that gave their lives. Debbie, uh, d- let me l- let me ask for clarification. To, you, wait a minute, I'm not done. No, yet. Yeah, well, hang on, hang on a second. Hey, no, I'm sorry, Debbie. I'm going to put you on hold, and when you're ready to allow me to ask a question to clarify, I will put you back on. This is the Mike Douglas Show. And as the host, I have a duty to clarify things. So I'm going to put you back on here, and I'm going to ask my question, and I would appreciate you responding to it. You mentioned a woman. Uh, Which woman are you talking about? 
she was the one that was ahead of the um for weeks those hearings that we had um the democrat people had i can't it's her last name starts with an m okay and then when you're talking about being overdue for two years uh you're referring to since Joe Biden became president, I, I assume that's your time frame there we're talking about. Right, but that's not the issue. He opened all the borders in the United States of America. Yeah, oh, agreed. Uh, I agree with you. And uh, we also assume you're, you're talking about Liz Cheney, right? The uh, the daughter oh, of the former vice yeah, president. Sorry, you're right. I got the wrong initial, too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. Uh, yeah, but see, these clarifications are important so that we can put... Uh, we, we can put what you're saying into the proper context. So uh, appreciate that and, and appreciate your passion, passion. And Debbie, again, my feeling is in 39 days, folks have, must get out and make their positions known. It's not going to be a light but, switch, Debbie, I don't think. But it's, it's but a way that thing, we can start turning it around. interrupting, but it is a light switch. Do you, do you think everything will change on November 9th? I'm positive that if we stand up together as citizens in the United States of America, every one of us, short, tall, whatever our denominations are, whatever we feel about whatever our privacy is, but we stand up as American citizens to call treason on this administration and the president when he opened all our borders. He took our country away from us. Well, I Sorry, I I agree that he has sent uh, his administration. He and his administration have sent us into a no, nosedive uh, economically. Uh, I mean, in in so many different ways. But I guess my question is: here's what here's what I'm sensing. I'm sensing that November eight will be uh, a beginning because it change always takes time to accomplish. And when I say a light really. switch, I mean that you, you don't think ch- change takes time to accomplish? No, no, sir. With all okay. due respect to you, which I highly respect you more than you know, treason is treason. You don't need a time. You need an action. The action was taken place by this administration via our president of the United States of America. And Mr. Biden, when he opened up the borders, he took our country away from us. Proof of that is all the thousands and thousands and thousands, if not millions, of people that are coming over the borders. It gives the United States citizen nowhere to go. They're taking the place of the homeless. The homeless that are homeless, most of those people are like you and me. But their homes have been taken away because of all the free things that we had to have the money to give to this administration to support the illegal. I don't disagree with you on that. Uh, God's time is eternal. Mine is not. Got to hit my mark here, Debbie. Thank you. I'll be back in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 1360 KFIV is your place online. Let's get social with Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
And let's continue the conversation here on What's On Your Mind Friday here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We're off to a lively start, and so let's continue the conversation. Again, our number here on What's On Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483, Before we go back to the phones, uh, if you would allow me to... Uh, I gave you a couple of sound bites here from uh, the chief from Stockton PD. Again, four uh, fatal shootings reported in Stockton in September 6th since August 28th. And here's uh, Stockton police chief. And I, isn't he fairly new? I think. Am I right about that? Stockton Police Chief Stanley McFadden talking about the early morning killings, talking here uh, with uh, Channel 10 ABC News on Wednesday. We are having some of these crimes committed in, in the late hours of the night or the extreme early morning hours you know, before people are up and out and about. Yeah, he said uh, the locations and the hours uh, bore some similarities. It's very dark places where these incidents are happening. You know, and, and, and people are by themselves where, you know, they're kind of being not having that situational awareness that we'd like for folks to have. Yeah, that's that situational awareness. I mean, I'll talk about it in, in just a couple of moments. Another uh, comment from Chief McFadden. We have been provided absolutely zero evidence that leads us to believe that one individual is running rampant in the city of Stockton, killing people. Yeah, so uh, at this time, they're they're reticent to say they have a serial killer uh, involved. And of course, they want to wait to have evidence in order to make that kind of a claim. Uh, but uh, they are looking at the similarities, and uh, we'll talk about situational awareness here in a couple of minutes. It is What's On Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483 here on the Mike Douglas Show. Let's uh, go to Brad in Stanislaus County. Brad, what's on your mind today? Good afternoon. I heard you speaking earlier this week about the California Air Resources Board, and I just really would like to remind the voters that's one uh, that's one board uh, in a list of boards that are appointed by the governor. Uh, you also have the state water board, and you have the California Food and Agriculture. You have all these different bureaucracies that end up writing regulations as well as penalties. And um, every one of them is messed up in one way or another. And it's all related to the governor that we have right now. And, Mike, the one thing that really bothers me is, you know, I voted for the other party in the in the um, I voted for the Republicans in the governor uh initial governor's race, I haven't heard a word from Brian Dolly. Where is he? Are they even going to mount any kind of a campaign? I think Newsom is so vulnerable, and I don't hear anything. That is a very interesting observation, Brad. The same thing has been going on in my mind. Now, I, I know there's a radical difference between 
uh, Dolly's war chest, so to speak, and Newsom. Newsom is flush with uh, flush with money enough that he can put billboards up in other states. Uh, Dolly, uh, I don't even know if he's. Know, a couple of weeks ago, I want to say maybe he had five hundred thousand. Uh, but you know, that's one thing. But you're right. I'm I'm wondering. And I'm, I'm thinking of the Republican Party in, in California. It, it seems like there's a great opportunity here that's being missed to get a word out on what alternatives that the Republicans can bring to California. Looking at uh, the policies, for example, uh, related to the pandemic, looking at the policies uh, related to uh, doing away with the oil industry. Uh, Brad, I'm 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 befuddled by the lack of information we're getting. I I don't know, Brad. Do you think it's just money, or is there something else going on? You know, I don't know because it doesn't it doesn't always relate to money. I'm sure if Brian Dolly had somebody call your show, that you would put them on. Absolutely. And there are shows across the state. There are shows across the state that that would be the same way. I don't hear or see you know, anything from him. Same way with the uh, attorney general for California. Bonta is, is wide open to criticisms as I think governor Newsom is too. Where are these guys that said they wanted to run and they're not running? They're just, I don't know if they're sitting on their hands or I don't know what they're doing, but it's very frustrating because I'm a farmer and you know, they're making all kinds of changes at the department of food and agriculture uh, that are going to negatively affect farmers. You know what the water board has done in trying to steal our water. Um, you know, you mentioned the, the air resources board. I, I have to go buy some chainsaws here in the near future because it won't be long. Those um, gasoline-powered chainsaws will be against the law. I, I can't use an electric chainsaw on my right. That won't work. Yes. So, you know, I'm I'm very frustrated. There are so many things that they're vulnerable to, and nobody is bringing it up. You know, Newsom's arrogance in advertising in other states, uh, his lockdown of the state. Uh, and there are just so many things that, that he's vulnerable to that, that I'm not sure people are being made aware of it. You know, farmers, how many, how many farmers would not vote for him if they knew he's the main cause of our, uh, our angst and all our problems, but n- nobody's telling anybody that. Brad, as a farmer, just out of curiosity, how do you survive California right now in terms of all these policies coming down? As you look at the future, if this administration stays in place, or at least one like it, how do you survive as a farmer? It's very tough, especially with commodity prices being down so low. You know, I'm one of the evil almond farmers, or almond. You can have either way you want to pronounce it. Um, and you know, the prices are down so low, it's hard to, to get by. And then our fertilizer costs are going up, you know, our, our weed spray costs are going up. Labor is going up. Everything is just shooting through the roof. I don't know. It's eventually going to get down to where it's going to be just a few very large scale farmers who are going to be able to meet all of the regulation requirements and, all of that stuff because they'll have the infrastructure built to do that. Where a small farmer like myself, we won't be able to. We won't be able to do it. It just it becomes too burdensome. Would you like my suspicion about what's going on? 
I would. <laughs> Just my suspicion. I don't have real evidence yet, but it's my suspicion that the tactic is to do away with uh, private farming and then to the point when everybody runs up the white flag and says, we can't, we can't do it anymore, that the government in California steps in and says, we'll run it, and we will have government-run farms and government-run businesses. That's my suspicion. Well, let me give you a little evidence for that. Okay. Who, who, who is, who's one of the largest farm real estate purchasers in the United States? China. Bill Gates. Oh, Bill. Okay, all Bill right. Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Gates is buying, you know, thousands and thousands of acres at a time all across the United States. Um, you know, and that makes me suspicious too. Um, I'm sorry, I just don't trust those people. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear Brad. you, Brad. Great conversation. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for calling, uh, Brad from Stanislaus. Bringing to my mind a a couple of uh, a couple of issues, and one is <laughs> if we keep going the way we're going. Again, my suspicion is, and 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 Brad brought some evidence to that, uh, is that there's a socialist. Uh, undercurrent. Uh, I don't want to use the word plot. Maybe that's too strong. Maybe it's not. But I, I just feel that the idea is beat private industry down so far that it runs up the white flag. And then the governor government, that was not a Freudian slip. I probably meant to say that the governor and the government sweeps in and says, well, we'll do that. We'll, we'll, we'll take that over. And we're done. We are done, and I want to come come back to a, another comment in this last conversation, and that is, it's like in the Republican Party in California, we're hearing crickets. Where is everybody? Where, as far as especially gov, the, the governor goes, we're only 39 days away from November 8. And in, uh, well, I think, what, the first, the second week of October, maybe, sample ballots, at least in Stanislaus County, will be uh, hitting everyone's mailbox. But by the time anything is said, it's going to be too late. I mean, we, we, we have to convince people with proper evidence that a change needs to be made. It, I don't know if the Republican Party in California is just hoping that people will say, Newsom bad, Dolly good. No, that's not good enough. I don't think it's about partisan politics anymore. It is about the survival of this state as a constitutionally based state and a a state that is also responsible to the Constitution of the United States of America as well. And, and it's becoming one-party rule, and unfortunately that one party is leaning very heavily towards socialist and Marxist uh, pro- progressivism. I'm, I'm concerned. And so I believe, again, that 39 days from now, uh, folks have to make a stand, but folks have also the right to say, well, what am I standing for? You want me to vote for you? What, what, are, you, what are you standing for? What changes are you going to make? You, you've got to tell me, and I think that's a, a rational question. Where is everybody? 
And I don't mean to be overly critical, but I'm sitting back and I'm watching every day and I'm looking for the opposing view saying it's not good to do away with the oil industry in California. It's not good to ban new, uh, to, to only have electric car sales by 2035. It's not good to ban and, 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 uh, Brad mentioned this. It's not good to to ban gas-powered power equipment. I think the people that do this, that are doing this, are ideologues, and I don't know that they've ever cut down a tree or they've uh, they've mowed three acres. Give me a break with the uh, <laughs> with with my titanium weeds, Evan. Don't. Don't tell me that some electric lawnmower is going to take care of that. You've got to be kidding me. So where I where are where is everybody? Where where is or where are the campaign management folks for Brian Dolly? Where's his voice? Where where is he telling us I have a plan that's going to rescue California? Can any of you name it? Can any of you tell me what his positions are based upon what you have heard without having to search for it and try to uncover it like your Sherlock Holmes looking for an answer? I'm befuddled by this, and maybe I'm just in a befuddled state because it's Friday. Well, let's talk more about it. Why do you think we're not hearing anything much from the Republican opposition to the California supermajority. Why don't you think we're hearing much? 209-551-3483. That's what's on my mind on what's on your mind Friday. I'll be back in three minutes. 209-551-3483 as the Mike Douglas Show continues here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. A pastor with passion. A minister with manners. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on What's On Your Mind Friday here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Uh, We're (laughs) having some good, lively conversation today. I love that. Again, our telephone number on What's On Your Mind Friday 209-551-3483. Let's go back to the phones and hear from Jordan in Turlock. Hi, Jordan. What's on your mind today? Hi. Good afternoon. I was just wondering, where is all the Republicans that are supposed to represent us working class in California? I don't see anything on TV, no advertisement. I don't hear anything about them on the radio or on social media. Are they being censored on purpose? That's an interesting uh, question, Jordan. I and I and I can't answer that. Uh, I would think even if they were being set, censored, by, yeah, censored by big tech, that word would get out. Press conferences, uh, some news media would would be carrying it just out of interest, if if nothing else. So I, I think your your question, Jordan, is right on the money. Where where is the opposition to where California is going today? It, it, again, it seems like we're just hearing uh, hearing crickets here. Uh, I, and I ha, have you easily been able to ascertain what Brian Dolly stands for? No, I honestly only seen 
one time, and it was a little advertisement on Facebook, and that was it. I used to be uh, get more information on stuff like that, but it's just it's all crickets. Nobody knows anybody who's running for Republican. No one's going against Josh Harder. No one's going against Gavin Newsom. So I don't know what's going to happen to us. What's our future like? Well, and that's uh, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question, Jordan. Thank you so much. Uh, By the way, Jordan, uh, there was, when was this? There was an article in the Sacramento Bee uh, maybe five or six days ago. Uh, anyway, the, the, uh, the lead sentence was less than seven weeks from the November midterm election. State Senator Brian Dolly may be better known as the highest bidder for a slaughtered goat than as Governor Gavin Newsom's opponent. Opponent article goes on to say a Republican candidate for governor must either, uh, must be either a celebrity independently wealthy or outlandish to have a shot. At least that's the conventional wisdom in California politics. Zach B. goes on to say, Yet Dolly, a conservative farmer from the state's rural north who didn't go to college, is sticking to his nice guy vibe. Uh, he was quoted as saying, uh, I hear it every day. You need to do something crazy. I don't know. I am who I am. People who know me trust me and are in my corner. Here's one of the problems that I identify with that particular statement, and that is outside of his area of influence in Northern California, I don't think people know who Brian Dolly is. You think people down in San Diego know who Brian Dolly is? Who's advising him on this? Who's advising him on this? And uh, let's see, there's a political science professor at UC San Diego that was quoted, uh, Thad Koser, K-O-U-S-S-E-R. He says, I don't think there's reason to believe California Republicans are any less galvanized than national Republicans. It's just in California, the governorship right now is an unattainable goal unless a unique candidate with strong funding source comes forward. Is that where we're at? Really? Is that what it's all about? I I am another quote from Brian Dolly. We have the highest taxes, highest poverty rate in the nation. We have the highest gas prices, the highest electricity prices. Our schools are failing us and we have no water. I want you to picture the next four years without change. How much is Gavin Newsom going to take from you? Great. I love that. But where's that message? Where is that message? I, I again, it, it's it's quiet out there. People down in Southern California are, are they hearing this? Again, I'm I'm befuddled about this. I I I I don't think I don't think we can just say, well, Newsom's a, a tough guy to beat, and so. Uh, we won't, uh, we're, we're not going to put much money behind it. Well, then why are you running? What, what do you, I'm, I'm shocked. We are 39 days away. California Republican Party, what's up? What is up? I am, I'm fact, I'm, I'm flummoxed, flabbergasted 
flummerized. I could go on, but I'm beginning to be angry about it. Here, Gavin Newsom is driving, and we know that now by his policies. We can see it as a result of his policies. He's driving the state into the ground. Businesses are leaving. We talked to uh, Farmer Brad a couple of minutes ago. He doesn't know how he can survive if California stays on this tack. Where are you, Republican leadership in California? Huh? We're listening. We're not hearing anything. We'll talk more about it in five minutes after news, weather, and traffic on What's On Your Mind Friday on Mike Douglas' show, 209-551-3483, back in five minutes. The show you love, talking about the issues that are important to you. The Voice of the Valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now every weekday from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Here, Oh, I stepped on that wonderful lady again. My apologies. Welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. I'm so anxious to get back to you here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our phone number 209-551-3483. That's the key to what's on your mind friday phone number 209-551-3483 let's get right back to it with the conversation and let's start with rick from stockton rick what's on your mind today well it's uh, just what you're talking about why republicans aren't uh, stepping up i i believe as they see the handwriting on the wall internal internal polls reading the tea leaves you got to remember, Gavin and his Mary Bunch in uh, Sacramento passed all these uh, election laws that made every fraudulent election trick legal in California. You mail out 18 million ballots to who knows where. You have ballot harvesting legal. You have drop box on every corner. You know, uh, on a statewide statewide election, I don't think Republicans have a chance. Um, I, what what the outlier, what kind of seems strange to me is uh, old Josh Harder. I don't know. He'd been running commercials for, what, four months? He's had to spend millions of dollars. You know, it might be in little areas where Republicans might be able to take a little bit of a foothold. But statewide, I think it's a lost cause with the laws they passed. I I agree with you. It uh, in order to turn the ship around, and it's turning California around, is going to be like turning an aircraft carrier around. You know, it's, it's not going to happen quickly. It's going to happen incrementally, and hopefully, I'm. And, and again, Rick, I I tend to look at things like the glass is half full. I'm cautiously optimistic, not naively optimistic. And so like 30, 39 days from now, I, I think that's going to tell us uh, definitely where we're, where we're headed. But I, I think, Rick, one of the problems that I see, and get, get your thoughts on this, I just don't think that the opposition party in California has good messaging. I don't think there's anybody establishing a strategy and putting together a good message that will resonate from with people. I think they're counting on, well, people don't like the way it is, so they'll vote our way. Not good enough, I don't think, Rick, is it? 
Well, you know, I, you know, if you're not, if you're living here and you can't see how bad it is, you're, you, you know, you're living in some la la land, or else you got <laughs> enough money where it doesn't matter. But uh, you know, the average person for sure knows how bad it is. Uh, but I, I just have a feeling that these guys just aren't willing to spend a bunch of money trying to butt their head up against the wall. Yeah, well, that, and I'm afraid it does come down to uh, money. Rick, thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Yeah, and you're, you're, I, I think you're correct. The, the deck is stacked against any opposition to the supermajority in Sacramento. Uh, to me, my feeling is that means uh, we need to try all the harder. I, and I don't see. I and and Rick, maybe you're right. Maybe the folks uh, with the Republican Party in Sacramento, uh, maybe they just say it's we're not going to put much money towards this because it's like throwing money down the drain. Well, to me, throughout human history, great things have been accomplished. Tremendous obstacles have been overcome by a small amount of people banding together and saying this isn't right and we're going to appropriately push back and we're going to stand for what's right. And uh, that's that's why I'm so encouraged. But by the way, I, it is amazing to me. I don't know what you think. I'm, I'm looking at uh, across the nation. It's amazing to me how many conservative females are rising up with tremendous messaging. They're compelling. They, they don't have this, you know, old politician establishment attitude. They are passionate. They're, uh, they are articulate. They, they come right out and say what they mean and mean what they say. And I'm, I, th- I think the future may be a lot of these younger women that are standing up and saying, we're not going to take this anymore, and I'm going to do something about it and sacrifice what I need to sacrifice, take all the slings and arrows that are aimed at me and my family in order to uh, try to push back at all of this. So, again, I I do have hope. Uh, 39 days from now, we'll evaluate it, and we'll see where we are. All right, it is What's on Your Mind Friday here on The Mike Douglas Show, 209 551 Three four eight three. Let's go out to Oakdale, the cowboy capital of the world. And Frank, Frank, what's on your mind today? Hi, thanks for having me on. I'll give you one example of what has hurt us and how we shot ourselves in the foot. I live in a Senate seat that was gerrymandered, heavy Republican conservative, and we had six people running in the primary. They asked the four weaker candidates to step down because mathematically. It's not very unlikely to have any Republicans make it to the general, but the four weaker ones wouldn't step down. Hence, now we have two Democrats in the primary and a seat that was pretty much guaranteed to go Republican. So, you know, you got egos where uh, people who claim to be conservatives are lacking in principle, and they basically shot us in the foot. It's very disappointing because now I'm going to have a Democrat senator in the seat, but I will say that the Democrats pretty much have a lock on the fundraising. A lot of the special interest groups are terrified because the Democrats have pretty much control of the governorship, the Senate, Assembly, 
and so even some conservative groups are donating money uh, another to the Democrats. Another problem that we have is the Democrats are trying to unionize everything. They're trying to unionize all the independent truckers, all the fast food workers, all the Uber and Lyft workers, so they can uh, get more money from unions, which they uh, get tons of money from unions already. And so it's hard for Republicans to get their message out because we aren't able to uh, uh, we aren't able to get near as much money to get the message out. Plus. They also, Democrats can get a lot of money from environmental groups, all kinds of special interest groups. So um, there's a big imbalance of money that the Republicans generate for advertising as opposed to the Democrats. And so that's why it seems like crickets a lot, a lot, a lot of the time because um, a lot of the uh, business interests are afraid of the Democrat Party because they got so much power over them and they're afraid if they don't donate to them, they're going to get get even with them one way or another. And so they're generating a lot of funds that way. Yeah, Frank, uh, I think one of the, the and this is one of the disappointing things, but I, it, it is what it is. And that is you do have to have a uh, a very robust financial coffer in order to win elections that that is the way it is and frank you uh you mentioned something a couple of minutes ago that i totally agree with and it again it's my question who in california in republican circles is there anybody who has some influence to develop some strategies and you're right one of the problems that we have is this ridiculous uh, open primary system that we have in California. And you're right, you, you dilute the vote. And on an open primary like that, you get six, five, four, five, six Republicans running for the same seat, but you're also on the same ballot where people can vote for the opposition. They're going to lose be, because they've diluted, they've split the vote. Why? Why do people do that? And I, I think you're right, Frank. I think you use the word ego, and maybe it's egos that are that are creeping in. So I am I I would love to hear, I would love to hear from the Republican Party and straighten me out if I'm not understanding this. In fact, we may have that opportunity. Mike from Modesto, help me with this. What am I not seeing? Hello. Um, so this is Michael Wood. I'm the uh, vice chair of the local center committee here in Stanislaus County. So a lot of the focus that we are mainly focused on is the local races. Now, when it comes to the statewide races, it takes a lot of money to run those campaigns. So the state party may not have put the resources in at certain levels. It's the amount of money that it takes to run those races. But here locally, the central committee will be sending out a mailer to guide people on who are the Republicans, the most conservative candidates. Every weekend, we're out knocking on doors. Um, it is true we focus mostly on the independents. So if you're a, you know, a dedicated Republican, we know you're going to vote. We've got to put the efforts into in the more the voters that are not showing up to vote. So, but we are out here, and we are out here every every weekend, and also at our website as well, where you can get all the 
information who to vote for. So what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is that you are targeting mostly independents? Is that is that what I'm hearing? Um, mostly independents, but also Republicans that are that do not that are more likely not to come out and vote. So there are those Republicans that don't vote and recycle. And this is one problem we ran into in the primary is we hear a lot of Republicans, they, you know, there's a lot of grumbles, but we have to show up to vote. At the end of the day, if we don't show up to vote, it's all academic. And so that is the main focus. We've got to get people out to vote. And so that's why we, we are out knocking on doors and also providing our mailer. Well, I, and I, so, I agree 100%. I agree 100% with you uh, on that, Mike. Here's my concern, and, and if I'm not hearing you right, please let me know. What I'm hearing is that there's not a lot of focus on the gubernatorial race because there's not the money really to counteract uh, Governor Newsom's uh, war chest. And so the focus is more on uh, the local elections and independence regarding uh, perhaps some of the uh, congressional or or or, or, uh, or Senate uh, races. So I'm 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 here. What I'm hearing is, well, I mean, am I hearing right that basically we've given up on the governorship? I don't think that we've given up. The main problem is that you have to have the resources to actually take the seat. And if you can have a Republican governor, but if you don't have the seats that are run, you know, like the assembly seats locally, you're not going to go from, I say, from zero to you got to win locally. There is when it comes to the the governor's race, a lot of it goes down to money there is and you've got to have a lot of deep pockets to win those seats when you go to net statewide which is governor's race and so they probably that is the one of the big the biggest problems is getting those deep pockets to donate when you're dealing with somebody that they're going in and seeing an election and saying oh my god it's going to you know you got the war chest of newsom that is kind of is kind of the dilemma they run into well, Mike, but, I, um, I appreciate your transparency. Uh, before I let you go, a uh, quick question, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm, I'm not, I, but it's a legitimate, I'm asking, does Brian Dolly really think he's going to win? Um, I'm sure, sure he does. Most candidates, they really, you know, that is, because that's, look, you don't get into it if you, if you don't think you at least can win. But you can't beat, somebody with nobody so they're going to run i mean that's the biggest problem is you get some you got to run somebody otherwise who are you going to vote for so yes they i'm sincerely believe he probably he does believe he's going to win all right mike thank you i i appreciate your transparency and your honesty in answering those questions all right my friends uh what, what do you think what are the quality of our candidates uh, in the state of California, Republican candidates. Mike, thanks so much for the call. Again, I appreciate you calling in. Our number here, 209-551-3483. Mike Douglas Show continues on What's On Your Mind Friday, coming up in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. He's got issues. Let's talk about it. The Mike Douglas Show, on air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It is What's on Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483. Let's go out to a little bit of God's country out there in LaGrange. Mike from LaGrange, what's on your mind today, my friend? Hey, Mike. Yeah, uh, a couple things I just really wanted to bring up. I, I also own a business here in Stanislaus County, and um, we landscape our uh, parking lot with asphalt. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the, the rest is, is rock, okay? Um, and we recycle our own, obviously, our own aluminum and our own, uh, all that stuff. Um, we have to jump through every hoop. Keep in mind, I'm a mom-and-pop business. You know, I have three employees, okay? Um the other day, uh, last two weeks ago, I got delivered a can from Bertolotti Disposal saying I need to put my cardboard in one and my grass clippings in the other. First of all, I don't have any grass clippings. And second of all, I'm not here to, sort, to separate aluminum cans and all that when I already pay a California redemption fee. I'm not here to collect for the state and separate for the state. If they want to do that, they could do that on their own. So I emailed Bertolotti and told him, hey, Come pick this up. By the way, with those cans come another $40 on your bill a month, okay, without even talking to you. And then they raised my dumpster fee from $296 to $310. So essentially they raised my fees up $55 a month um, for something that I don't even use. So I send this letter off, and then the very next week I have not one, not two, but three people from the Environmental Resources board or board um uh, of stanislaus county show up to my shop sneak and see what's in my dumpster which it was empty and uh then come in and and talk now i only have three employees so they sent a person for every one of my employees three of them for three of us you know that probably represents probably at least three hundred dollars thousand dollars in salary a year for those guys they have that much money and we have this much crap dumped on every every darn road you see out in the anywhere you go there's crap everywhere they can take that much time to screw with a mom and pop business they got that much energy and that much money and resources to come to my door and and search my before they even announced they, they already wouldn't looked at my trash can to see what i got uh you know what don't you think uh the guy's name is Ro- the director is robert costley i've talked to the guy before he's come over to the shop because we've had an issue or two before, and he's been pretty good about, um, you know, taking care of things. But it seems like I'm walking around with a target on my back with these people because I refuse to give in to their BS. Um, you're going to send three people out to a shop that only has three employees to look for grass clippings and cardboard. You know what? I'm a real hardened criminal. They really need to keep an eye on me. I'm dangerous. I've got to be because if it takes three of them to come out and look at my trash can, we've got problems at the county. Uh, I just wanted to put that out there and let everybody know uh, this is what's going on. They've got this type of resources to waste on somebody like me. Are you absolutely kidding me? But that's what they took their money and time to do. And they took three people, and I keep on putting that word out there. I have three employees. They sent three people out here to inspect my one dumpster, one dumpster in my, in my parking lot. Um, uh, if at, I was conforming. As, as you've explained that, Mike, uh, I just, the, the, 
This is why we need to put the brakes on before we go over the cliff. I'll be back in five minutes. John, we'll get right back to you here on the Mike Douglas Show, Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. With the big news of the day, here's more of the Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It is What's on Your Mind Friday, and the key to that, to open that door to the conversation, of course, is our phone number, 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Let's go out and hear what's on the mind of John from Valley Springs. Hi, John. It's all yours. Hi, Mike. Thank you very much for taking my call, and I appreciate it very much. I was thinking uh, while you talked to the local Republican um, leader about um, what the Republican Party is actually doing now about uh, how to approach this uh, election campaigns, and I um, I'm glad you you mentioned that, uh, about uh, Brian Dab, uh, Brian what was Dolly, uh, uh-huh. but Dolly, yeah, yes. But I I had in my mind a couple of other persons. I, I wish you have um, uh, asked something about. There's a, a Lani Chen, there's a, the Trenfo controller, and there's another one called uh, Nathan Hochman. I think these two positions are very important for a state in California, and I, I wish you could maybe um, throw an, another line to someone to to mention how how about those two other. There's another one I forgot his name also. He's a, uh, he's got a, something with um, education or something like that. Also Republican. But it would be kind of nice to hear about this. And I know you were a hot running against that Ron Banta. I uh, <laughs> didn't like him at all. So maybe, uh, you know, if I can get um, Nathan Hoffman to replace him, uh, that would be very good for California, I believe, and for you too. <laughs> so um, if you can comment on that, please. Thank you very much for, um, for listening to me. Absolutely, John, and and you're absolutely right. There there are a, cru- a couple of crucial. It's not just the gubernatorial issue here. A couple of crucial uh, elections that are uh, that are coming up in 39 days. There's uh, the the treasurer. There's um, uh, the the attorney general. And again, I suspect. And we heard from uh, Mike, who who said he's the vice chair of the Republican Central Committee locally. And apparently they're concentrating on independents and Republican voters that may not likely be casting a vote. And I would assume somehow they have uh, they have all the information that leads them to who those people are. But you're right. There are some highly important positions. And uh, I've, I've been highly critical of Rob Bonta. And, and so and, and Lonnie Chen, uh, again, I... No candidate's going to be perfect, but he says a lot of things that I could line up behind. The, the question, John, is are we hearing, are us little guys and gals, you know, that, that are, are, are not 
out there and we're not huge contributors and, you know, we're just workaday people, we're everyday people, are we getting the message that is inspiring us to say more than, well, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm, I don't want to go to the polls and just vote against someone. I want to vote for someone. And in order to vote for someone, I need to know who they are, what they're about, and I need to be passionate about it. And so I, I, that, that to me is, is the challenge. Right now, John, and I, I understand campaign funding, and I think it's a sorry state of affairs for us today that if, if you don't have the war chest behind you, you're not likely to succeed. I don't think that is always an absolute rule, but it is uh, often a rule of thumb. Uh, so, John, I, I agree. And by the way, friends, in the coming uh, weeks, we will be issuing invitations uh, to candidates to uh, come on the show and uh, spend just a couple of minutes, tell us who they are, why they want you to vote for them, and uh, to to explain themselves, to to garner, and we'll offer that opportunity on, on both sides of the aisle. So uh, we'll look forward to that as, as we did in advance of the uh, primaries back in June, if you remember that. I found that uh, to be very, very valuable, and we'll, we'll be doing that again. Uh, here in the in the short term, um, got a quick quick note here. KCRA is reporting that the Stockton's homicides we've been talking about uh, are connected, and they may have a person of interest uh, in in those uh, in those killings. So uh, we'll try to keep on top of that and see um, see what's developing. Uh, we had a couple of uh, comments from the chief of police up in Stockton, Chief McFadden. And here's, uh, here's a final comment from him. This was from uh, Wednesday. They were lit. If you're out in the dark, be with someone else. Um, have your head on the swivel. Yeah, and this is all about what we call situational awareness. And, and the chief is right. It, it is just the way it is in today's culture. <clears throat> there are uh, a lot of errant DAs have just allowed things to get out of control. And so we're now in a position of having to be what, very aware of what's, uh, what's around us. I don't know about you. The, the chief there talked about having your, your head on a swivel. Well, yes, we do. And, and it's a matter of watching what's around us. Uh, I'm, and I've done this for years, and, and my wife got used to it. If we're parking anywhere at night, I'm parking at least near a, <clears throat> a lighted area. Absolutely important. Uh, uh, just a review, here was uh, comments from the chief that we played earlier today, this regarding uh, the early morning killings uh, in an interview he did with uh, Channel 10 News. We are having some of these crimes committed in, in the late hours of the night or the extreme early morning hours you know, before people are up and out and about. So there it's were similarities. Very dark places where these incidents are happening, you know, and, and, and people are by themselves where, you know, they're kind of being, not having that situational awareness that we like for folks to have.
And, of course, uh, you always have to be very careful about connecting the dots too early. You need evidence. And uh, Chief McFadden addressed this regarding whether this was a serial killer or not. We have been provided absolutely zero evidence that leads us to believe that one individual is running rampant in the city of Stockton killing people. All right. But now uh, that has been that was on Wednesday. It is now Friday afternoon. Again, KCRA reporting that uh, the five Stockton homicides uh, are connected and they may have uh, a person of interest. So we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out on what's happening there. Uh, We talked a little bit earlier, uh, not only about Governor Newsom, but uh, just about the way the state is being run into the ground. And today, apparently, as gas prices are going up, anybody notice that? Anybody notice that gas prices are going up? You probably have. Governor Newsom is calling for a windfall tax on oil company profits. And now state lawmakers aren't going to, they return to Sacramento um, in January and that always worries me because it means we're going to have hundreds of new bills, and I cringe when I think about that. But here's uh, Governor Newsom demonizing the oil industry. Gas prices in California have increased by a record 84 cents per gallon in just over one week. That's a $2.50 difference compared to U.S. prices. It just doesn't add up. The degree of divergence from the national prices has never happened before. And oil companies, they provide no explanation. The fact is, they're ripping you off. Their record profits are coming at your expense. And that's why today I'm calling for a windfall tax to ensure these profits go directly back to help millions of Californians who are paying for this oil company extortion. In addition, earlier today, I directed the Air Resources Board to make an early transition to our winter blend gasoline. This should immediately increase supply and result in savings, savings of up to 25 cents per gallon within the next two weeks. And starting next week, millions of you, millions of Californian families will receive up to $1,050 in tax refunds to help offset rising costs. We're not going to stand by, stand by while greedy oil companies fleece Californians. So here's the same guy that is uh, attempting to take down the oil industry. Basically, he's doing everything that he can along with the Biden administration to make sure that there is no more drilling for oil, that uh, gas and the gas and oil industry is uh, devastated and is going to be replaced by technology that we really don't even have yet that can adequately um, that can adequately replace it. And uh, th- th- this is why your vote counts. It's why your vote counts, and regardless of how much campaign dollars there are, let's listen to what's going on, watch what's going on, connect the dots, and then you and I can make reasonable decisions in 39 days. I mentioned before a couple of minutes ago that apparently a person of interest has been identified in connection with the five uh, recent killings. In, uh, in Stockton, uh, apparently a press conference occurred not too long ago, and I'm going to go at this fairly blind. Let, let me see if we can drop in and hear some of that press conference. As droughts. 
Well, no, we can't. All right, we'll uh, we'll attempt to get that a little bit a uh, little bit later on. Uh, apparently, what they're saying is, uh, according to the police chief, there isn't a suspect or witness. We just don't know at this time, but we've keyed in on a person of interest. Uh, the chief said it's very hard to determine who is involved in the string of killings that happened from uh, July. So there were uh, killings on July 8, August 11, August 30, September 21, and September 27. So uh, apparently, uh, according to a recent uh, press conference here, there uh, has been at least a person of interest identified and uh, we're going to take uh, three minutes when we come back i'll see if we can get maybe a word from the police chief on that in the interim i'll be back in three minutes here on the mike douglas show on power talk 1360 kfiv on air and online take the mike douglas show with you with the iheart radio app search 1360 KFIV and welcome back to the Mike Douglas show here on what's on your mind Friday 209-551-3483 apparently there was a press conference oh almost an hour ago a little less than an hour ago in Stockton with the uh, Chief McFadden with Stockton Police Department let's see if we can uh, hear a little bit of what transpired there Uh, this will be the Chief uh, Chief McFadden speaking the killing there are people are grieving, the community's grieving, the community's scared. It stops now. We're following breaking news out of stop. All right, so uh, that uh, that's the police chief saying it's uh, it's got to stop now, and uh, well, we would uh, we would agree with that. Let's see if we can grab just maybe another uh, comment from the chief. Guys, that we believe are interconnected. The problem we have, if we have no evidence to tell us that it's one person, two or three, we just don't know that. We don't have that information. We have no video footage that has even captured a crime, that has even captured a handgun in someone's hand. So um, by definition, you could probably very well call this uh, serial killings. All right. uh, So... Apparently, they do have a person of interest. Uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on that here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV. In the interim, it is what's on your mind Friday, and let's go back to the phones two zero nine five five one three four eight three. And Carol from Modesto, what's on your mind, Carol? I want to talk about gasoline, just plain old unleaded gasoline. I traveled from Modesto to uh, Illinois on 80, and then I came back on 40. And so I was in probably, what, 10, 11 states there. And everywhere, I drive a small motorhome, so I'm in a lot. I go to Flying J, so I'm in a lot of gas stations all, all along the way and other kind of gas stations, too, because I use a lot of gas. And everywhere in the Midwest, was at 10, 11 states. Gas is about 350, maybe. I was gone the whole month of August. And yeah, 350, 339, 369, somewhere in there, it averages about 350. So then to come back here and now it's $7, we're getting robbed here. You know, and I don't think the people realize that. A lot of people may think the gas is the same in every state, but it isn't. Exactly it's much right. Cheaper in the in the mid in the Midwest. Yes, Carol. So even I uh, just want to 
even before uh, Hurricane Ian, uh, if we were visiting a couple of months ago, uh, the, some areas in Florida. We were also in uh, near D.C. and uh, Arlington, Virginia, a couple places there. And you're right, across the nation, the gas prices are a lot lower than they are here in California. Yeah, I, I don't think people realize that here. I think they think, you know, everything's the same everywhere. Another thing is I went to Walmart in Iowa, and I didn't have to pay for my plastic bags. <laughs> they don't charge for plastic bags in other states. Uh, so we get taken a lot here. Uh, oh, Carol? You know, I can yes. see why people are getting so upset, you know, about living here. Well, they, they know all those facts. They are upset, Carol, and a lot of it has yeah, to do yeah. with those that really have made a religion out of the environment. And I'm all yeah. for protecting the environment, Carol. I'm, I'm all for that. I believe God gave us the creation to take care of, not to ruin, but the creation itself is not a God, in my opinion, and it, it's there to serve no. us, and we no. need to be good stewards of it. And but what's sure. happening is you you get uh, uh, the Environmental Protection Agency, you get uh, some of these other lobbyists from the environmentalists, and basically they shut everything down, and or they drive prices up as uh, as you've been uh, as you've been attesting to, uh, Carol. Right on the money, no pun intended. But you're you're right. It's uh, it, it's it's an eye opener, and some of you have done this. You you've driven out. Uh, uh, to other areas of the country, and I'm sure that you have seen uh, those prices as well. Uh, by the way, a uh, quick program note uh, coming up. I've got a couple of days of very intense ministry and preparation, and so Ed Parco is going to be in on Monday. I'll be back with you on Tuesday. So again, Ed Parco from Real Estate Jerky on the weekends. He'll be uh, he'll be holding court here on the Mike Douglas Show on Monday afternoon. Always does a great job. So we thank uh, Ed Parco for doing that. Again, I'll be back with you on Tuesday. By the way, thinking of uh, Hurricane Ian, did did you see this picture of the guy? Uh, down in Florida, in the path of Hurricane Ian, he had just purchased a million-dollar McLaren P1 supercar. And you look at it, and you're thinking, my goodness, that is an amazing-looking vehicle. Just re- a, a million, I can't imagine paying a million dollars for a car. It, it seems to me that even when we need to buy a used car today, it's almost like a million dollars to me. But yeah, a million dollar uh, McLaren P1 supercar, and uh, it showed it uh, being uh, apparently moved by the hurricane. And I'm, I'm guessing that it's, uh, that, it's, that it's done for. And uh, sorry, sorry to hear that. By the way, we've been uh, tracking what's happening in San Francisco. That new DA doing some good stuff. DA Brooks Jenkins says city's not going to stand by and let innocent people be killed. She plans to charge those dealing with fentanyl with second-degree murder charges, charges if there's an overdose. All right, hope you have a wonderful weekend. I'm Mike Douglas. I'll be back with you on Tuesday. Again, Ed Parco here on Monday. Have a wonderful, blessed weekend. See you next Tuesday.